Welcome back to the Nick and Bean Pod, Episode 6, Trial Run 2 here. We are doing this on a Saturday morning. It is 11 a.m. Nick, how are you feeling today? You're feeling a little tired on this Saturday morning. (laughs) It's Run 17 of this podcast. No, I'm just kidding. We had some audio issues trying to upload, so we uh, emergency recording Saturday morning. Get it out for you folks. Yeah, if you don't think that Nick and I work hard for our audience we are doing another run we recorded probably i mean we're never going to hear it but it's probably the greatest podcast in the history of podcasts on thursday night and the audio was messed up it sounds terrible there's an echo and after six hours i could not fix it it's like that tenacious d the greatest song in the world it it, it's gonna be it'll go down in history i'm gonna save the terrible audio uh but either way let's jump in week uh podcast six week what is it week 14 of the nfl season yeah um we're gonna we're gonna you know we're always trying to mix things up do things a little bit differently and find what works for us so we're gonna do our recap a, a touch different we're gonna do stock up and stock down we're gonna pick you know the three players or teams you know that are headed in the right direction and the three that are headed in the opposite let's jump right in god this kills me to put them at number one but bill belichick is our number one stock up of the week just a master class on monday night in the in the snow or the the wind the weather uh they just really just out coached and crushed the bills he's sticking in them he stuck it in him. <laughs> Bill Belichick just murdering McDermott at in his home in his home stadium. Just an absolute embarrassment for the Bills. Uh, but the stock up is Belichick and the Patriots. Their uh, Nick gave out their Super Bowl odds last week. They were ten to one to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. They are down to six and a half to one behind. Was it behind the Bucks? They're the favorite. Yes. Yeah. So they're the second favorite to win the Super Bowl. The most likely outcome, like we talked about last week, is Bucks Pats, and that is frightening. Yeah, I mean, if hopefully you podcast listeners took it last week when that value was there, um, and you guys continue to look forward for more value. I think there's some value if, in the Packers this week. In the Packers, okay. Um, oh, and the Bills actually too, because if the Bills do win this week, their their odds are going to shoot up. Well, we'll talk a little play. bit more about that. Um, I think most people are are expecting the Bills to lose this week against the the Bucks, and if they lose, they're actually out of the playoffs. But either way, Belichick. Just an absolute masterclass, defensive mastermind. Mac Jones, of course, didn't throw the ball because he sucks, and Belichick doesn't trust him to throw it. If he would have thrown the ball, they would have lost by a hundred. A hundred billion. Yeah, I, I just, I truly think that Belichick's the only one with the, you know, big enough stones in the league to do what he did, and he just really, I mean, they threw it three times. Uh, they, they knew that if they didn't make a mistake and they didn't turn the ball over, they were going to win the game, and I mean, and they did. Yeah, so, I mean, Belichick is not afraid to do some unconventional stuff to win games. Uh, when the whole t- when the whole league was going to sh- throw in deep passes and little small wide receivers like Tyreek Hill, he is running the ball and playing different type of football and getting it done. Yep, so Belichick, number one stock up of the week. Let's stay in the AFC East for the number two stock up of the week. And God, this guy is good. I mean, if if there's if there's a quarterback I want leading my team, it's Tua Tagovailoa. You know me, Nick. I'm I'm all in here. I I am probably I may be alone on Tua Island, but I am here. I've got the flag raised, and I'm riding with our QB. 
five in a row for the Dolphins. He was, I think, what was it? Number one pass uh, completion on the week, number one QBR on the week. And all the haters, all the doubters, yeah, he throws two-yard passes to the left. He does this, yada, yada, yada. Well, guess what? We got the W. How are you feeling about our Dolphins? Feeling good. Yeah, I just got distracted there because freaking I was hearing you a little bit in my headphones. So I'm like, uh-oh, are we running through it again? You're going to have to take but the headphones off soon. I think we're good. I, I turned them down. They're, I think they're the issue maybe while we had a problem last time. <laughs> Fingers crossed. We, I think we're good. But yeah, so Tua... Um, Disclaimer here. Pause for a sec. Go ahead. If this audio is messed up, the podcast ends today. So no. we better hope that this shit works. The podcast is not over. <laughs> it's okay. not over. All right. Give All us right. your Finn's take. Yeah, so season long, Tua is seventh in QBR, which would some Love people... It. Some people might not realize that what's going on. Seventh, you said? Yeah, yeah. And how many quarterbacks have played in the league? Maybe 40 this year? Probably something like so that. So seventh. That's pretty damn good. Second in completion percentage. Second? Behind the league's 32nd rank pass blocking. So wait, we have the worst O-line in the league, but yes. two is the second best completion, seventh best QBR? Right. Sounds At- pretty phenomenal. And his EPA per pass on pure dropbacks, Tua ranks sixth in the league. The only person that's really an outlier in this stat is uh, Aaron Rodgers. And what EPA is expected points added per pass, and pure dropbacks means when there's no pressure. So if you don't pressure Tua, he stick it in you. Love it. Um, yeah, so the AFC East, you know, obviously besides the Bills, but Belichick and Tua are, are, two, are one and two stock ups of the week. Number three, this was a funny one because, as you know, last week, my best bet I gave out was the Philadelphia Eagles minus seven. When I gave that bet out, Jalen Hurts, I mean, he was banged up, but I'm pretty sure everyone expected him to play. I don't think anyone saw what was coming, and what happened was they ruled him out on Saturday, and I was stuck between a rock and a hard place because I am not a Gardner Minshew fan, never believed in him, but I've got my best bet riding on Gardner Minshew. All right, and we <laughs> and rode stuck. it all the way to the bank because Minshew Mania came out there and dominated. Yes, it was the New York Jets, but he looked phenomenal. And here's a here's a take: I don't think he sees the field again this year, and I think he gets a nice contract next year. I think this one game, maybe call it his Matt Flynn game. You know, if you're thinking this is eight years back, but uh, when Matt Flynn did that for the Packers in Week 17, and he got a job for the Seahawks, I think really this game made Gardner some money. Uh, he looked phenomenal though. Yeah, I mean, I was shocked. He's not that great of a quarterback. Um, I'm kind of on your camp in that side. I don't know if he deserves to be a starter somewhere, but there's probably two to three teams that he could possibly improve and if he arrives there, but yeah. Yeah, and I think when we recorded the first time, we went through a couple and we're like, could he play here? You know, a couple off the top of my head. I mean, the Texans, I think he'd be better than who they have right now. Yeah. Um, you know, you've got teams but at the same like, time, even the, like, what about the Broncos? I think he could do well in Denver, maybe. I don't think so. I think Teddy Bridgewater is a better quarterback than him, not saying yeah, ceiling is true. super high. But um, what I would say about the Texans, the guy's not good, but at least he's a rookie. You, you got that, like, hmm, he no, maybe can Davis grow. Mills is dead. <laughs> you think He'll, he's dead? He's horrible? Uh, he, he's terrible. Uh, I don't think he's going to be a quarterback in the league. One thing I did— Even the Steelers. What, what about the Steelers? Ben's done. Ben's we done. know that. He could be okay in, in Pittsburgh. So while I hate Gardner Minshew, I can definitely see him being a starter. Uh, personally, I think he's like a, a top-tier backup. But I think there's other people in the league who would say they believe in him to be a starter. He's got gumption. He's got what? Gumption. Gumption. What's yeah. that? It's like spunk. He's got like uh, pizzazz. Well, if it's spunk, he's definitely got that. Um, you know, he's 
Personality-wise, I love him. I just don't think he's a great quarterback. Facts. All right, so I got one last stock up, and I did want to read something else I forgot to talk about by the Dolphins. So stock up and gambling content in general in this space. Um, Pat McAfee Pat signs, McAfee got the bag. Signs a $30 million per year deal with FanDuel doing doing uh, one of his big – I mean, he's a personality, but one of his big uh, big niches in the game is, is gambling. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Bill Burr and Paul Verzi signed a deal with BetMGM. They got some show I randomly stumbled upon last week because <laughs> I follow them on Twitter. They don't know anything about gambling. Yeah, they're just two random comedians, but that just goes to show that there's money being thrown around and in you, this space. I, I want to add something that I didn't even talk about when we recorded first time, but the funny thing was they, they dug up this old interview. I think it was Michael Wilbon that yep. they dug it up on, yep. and he's talking about Pat McAfee retiring from being a punter, yep. and he's like, his family needs to go get Pat and throw him back on the field because he will never make this type of money again. Oh, well, guess wow. what? He would be the eighth highest played, paid player in the league instead of making a couple million as a punter. Wild. Wild. $30 million a year. Good for Pat McAfee. He's a hilarious dude. Um, go ahead. So one thing I did want to read out about the Dolphins and the, how they're how hot they are in the league. I think they're— Hottest team in the league. You know. Besides so, the Patriots, <laughs> but we're probably hotter. Maybe the Chiefs. We'll see, though. Um, so yeah, 2019. It's what I wanted to talk about is the polarizing of the last couple seasons. I don't know if did 2019 Brian Flores his first year. Yes. So I don't know if it's a characteristic of him as a coach or what he if it's the culture of the team. But so we started the season what one and seven I believe it was. We, we yeah we beat the Patriots of course because we're better. Hold that. The first week we lost seven in a row and now we've won five in a row. So 2019 we started 0 and seven, finished the season five and four. 2020 started one and three, finished nine and three. 2021 started one and seven, and we've been five and zero since. So, I mean, what we've run into is barely skinning the playoffs and just missing it the last couple years. Um, The season was actually deflating as hell, and now we're actually feeling some some promise. Couldn't agree more. Uh, So that was stock up of the week. Tua Belichick and Minshew. Let's get to our stock downs of the week. This is a team, number one's a team that it's just tough to read because every time you think they're bad, they come back and play well. And every time you think they're heading in the right direction, they lay an egg. Coming into this season, I thought they were trash. Yeah, this, we're talking about the Cincinnati Bengals. They're our number one stock down. Their over-under coming into the season was five and a half. And guess who bet the under? You bet the under. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> that, that makes sense, That's actually. Dead. So, you know, they, they, were, they, had, they were rolling early. Remember they beat the Ravens with that, you know, Jamar Chase crazy game. Everyone thought they were on top of the AFC or at the top. Then they lose a few in a row and everyone thinks they're dead and now they win a few in a row and we think they're back and then Justin Herbert and the Chargers come in there and yes they did make a push I think they were down 24 nothing they cut it to close and then they got blown out I think it was 40 plus to like 22 Um, but they're just such a weird team that whenever you have expectations for them they do bad and whenever it's the opposite they seem to play well yeah, and it's basically, I agree with you, it's a hard team to read. Very and hard. With that game, they were down, and they showed some grit. The defense actually got some good pressure on Herbert. Yep. The defensive backs, I think they had two picks in that game. Um, they pulled it to within two points with four minutes to go in the third quarter and then just literally crapped their pants. Yeah, I and I don't Joe- even put it on Joe. 
I don't put it on Joey Buck. It's that game. No, I Joe Burrow. Yeah, I mean he hurt well, his pinky. He he played well, but I so, think the the turning point. What you're thinking of is like near the end of the third. They cut it. They had the ball, and then Joe Mixon took a handoff and just handed it to the Chargers, who fumble six. Yeah. So the fourth quarter, they fumble it, lose it for six points, and then later on in the game, they drive it all the way down the field, and Joe Joe Burrow throws threw a, a pick. Throws an yeah, interception in the red zone. Yep. So yeah. So I mean, actually, I sort of take that back. He <laughs> he did. Um, he contributed to them losing that game at the end. Yep. So that's a stock down for the Bengals. Now they they have potential to come back, of course. And let's stay in the division. On that note, for our number two stock down, that's Lamar Jackson. What the hell's going on with him, Nick? I mean, if I knew, <laughs> nah. But so yeah, Lamar at the at some point this year he looked like shit, and then he started throwing the ball really really well for a stretch there. And then recently, I think the last, he got sick one game, missed it. Then the next game, he throws four picks. Then the next game, which was the last well, game. Well, you know what it was. What? It was us, the best, the hottest team in the league. It was the <laughs> Dolphins. We figured him out. We ruined him. Got and now bullshit. everyone's taking the floor as game plan. And he looks like the he looks like he was his rookie year. He looks like he can't throw the ball, which I know is not the case right. because we've seen his peak. And his peak is MVP of the league. The right. guy is an absolute stud. Right. You know, I just don't know what's going on with him. And personally, I think he'll bounce back. He's that type of guy. Um, you know, it's like the blitzing. Uh, personally, I think if you blitz him, he should be able to get out of the pocket and either run or make a play. Right. But it seems to kill him right now. Right. So a lot of quarterbacks are pretty bad under pressure. But you would think that someone with Lamar's athletic ability, he would and just be able to skate out there. how quick he is and how twitchy, you know? But because like, he's back there looking like Uncle Rico right now. He's looking like... <laughs> Yeah, he has not looked great. Um, I'm looking for them to uh, bounce back this week. They got a tough game in Cleveland. Uh, all the sharp money I know is on Cleveland, and and uh, they're the favorites. So we'll see how Lamar bounces back. Uh, and then let's just run through our third stock down of the week, and that's the Oakland Raiders, a.k.a. the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, they, uh, I feel bad for them. The Raiders. The Raiders. And... <laughs> And they, uh, you know, they've just they've they've taken a bad they've taken a bad turn this year. They were number one in their division, five and two. They had beat the Ravens. They had some really nice wins, and you know, just bad luck. The whole Gruden thing, Rugs, the cornerback, and it's just turned south for them. And unlucky for them, they've got the Chiefs coming off you know just a bunch of good wins in a row. They're double digit underdogs this week, and it just looks like their season's headed for a free fall. Yeah, so, I mean, they had a bunch of off-the-field issues. Yep. Uh, Derek Carr is looking like a great leader. I think he's a solid leader. There was questions about him as a quarterback before, but this year he actually picked up his yards per attempt by a decent amount and was looking great at the beginning of the year. Um, we'll I think the, the Ruggs loss is understated mm. because although he didn't put up big stats, he can take the top off a of defense and you had to respect him at all costs. That's so going to open up it, stuff it's for It's tough. Else. I was with one of my clients who's a diehard Raiders fan, and he's just just broken over this shit they finally had some hope and you know the whole email thing with gruden how his his emails were the only, only ones, ones to yeah, get oh, released right he's suing the nfl he's gonna win because god knows what those other guys were saying right no it was equally bad there's no worse. way exactly not you gruden know I mean? wasn't the only one a saying no, that a shit. no way 
So either way, that's our, our stock down, Bengals, Lamar, and the Raiders. Let's let's recap the rest. Uh, we're going to run through this really quick. Nick, jump in if you got anything to say. Uh, let's uh, finish up our recap for Week 13. Detroit Lions, Man Campbell, they get their first win. Congrats to the Lions, but fuck them because they crushed <laughs> us and everyone else in the world who had the Vikings teased. Yeah, and that's a fluky game, honestly. Like I, going, Looking back on it, I would bet that like 10 out of 10 times. So Jared Goff with a pretty decent day. Um, 272 yards, 7.2 yards per attempt with three touchdowns. Uh, Minnesota, oh Minnesota, Minnesota. I'll never, I, so you know that the Falcons and Lions are dead to me to bet on. I think yeah. I got to throw Kirk Cousins in there. I don't think I can ever bet on Kirk Cousins. He's again. a goofball. Um, it was good for them, the, the Detroit and Michigan getting a win. And they, I think they dedicated to that high school that had that shooting yep, tragedy. They did. So they that's, did. that's touching, but so not touching that I lost my money, but Minnesota outgains Detroit 426 yards to 372 overall DVOA Minnesota ranked better at a 3.3%. Detroit was a negative, negative 22.6%, and they somehow win that game. They did, however, have the second highest overall offensive success rate per sharpfootballanalysis.com, but guess who else did? Minnesota. Um, so I think it's just like a, some fluky stuff that... Yeah, terrible defense at the end. Uh, yeah, it killed us. We would I would have had just effect. a monster week. Uh, somehow, you would think they had a minute 14 left, and they, had, they gave Jared Goff goofball ass to 64 yards to right. drive down he the field and win it, it and his ass fucking oh, does it god so he, they killed our tees but good for the lions getting a win uh campbell you can tell those guys play for him and believe in him even though they suck so good for them uh the rest of the recap big wins for the cardinals in chicago they're the number one team in the league and the rams actually got a win i don't know if it's a big win but they needed to bounce back because they had lost four in a row they crushed the jaguars so big wins kyler's a killer two in the air two on the ground Two in the air, two on the ground. He is a beast. You know, I, I think they were really smart waiting to bring him back because he looked healthy in the elements in Chicago in the cold. He looked fully, uh, full, uh, full go. Um, and then kid special. Yep. And then the rest of the stuff around the league. Chiefs are winning all types of ways. Their defense looks like it's top of the league right now, which is insane. Figuring it out. Yeah, they're they're scary. Uh, Brady may have locked up the MVP. Yep. They uh they had a really really nice win. Um, he was throwing the ball like crazy. They they crushed Atlanta. Godwin had like thirty two catches or something. I mean it was that's crazy. ridiculous. I mean that's their game plan, and if they stick with it, there's no way he doesn't win the MVP. He's gonna throw multiple touchdowns a game at that rate. Yep, he is plus one fifty, so almost even money to win the MVP. Godwin actually fifteen catches, but I was just messing around. <laughs> Might as well. And then uh, the guy who was dead to me. We said let Russ die. Russ is cooked. Well, guess what? Chef Russ was. Bad. Back. He had his best game since coming off the the finger injury, and uh, yeah, they got a they got a win against San Fran, which was I mean they're probably dead anyway, but it was a good win and it and it showed some hope for them. But God, that was annoying. He does enough: two hundred thirty-one yards, six point two yards per attempt, two touchdowns, and only one interception. He does enough to get it done. Yep. Uh, hopefully, he'll throw the ball to DK Metcalf more this week. Uh, so that's the recap of Week Thirteen. Now, before we get into our bets, let's touch we on... We didn't really touch... Well, we, we did at the beginning, I guess. Bills-Pats? Bills-Pats? What do you mean? Monday Night Football. We already destroyed. talked about that. Good enough. Yeah, we talked about that. Belichick, Masterclass, in the, in the weather. True. Yeah, they crushed them. They... The under Dermot died. Everyone... It was a murder. Um, Josh Allen, primetime Josh Allen, the greatest primetime performer of our generation, probably, <laughs> got fucked. 
God, yeah. that hurt. Uh, that um, one that hit freaking digs on the arm it just was so, dead, dead Oh, that's a good thing. I totally forgot. About it. That was one of the best throws I've ever seen. 40 yards in 30-mile-an-hour wins, hits digs in the arms, and he drops it in the end zone. They probably he's win a, that game if he catches he's it. He's a good receiver, so that ball must have moved like five feet or something wild. It had to be moving crazy <laughs> in the air. Uh, but Josh Allen, I, I I love him still, and you'll see in my bets that I'm I'm not giving up on him. But before we get into our bets, the bowl season is upon us. Just a wonderful time of the year. They give out the playoff. Um, we got Cincinnati and Bama, the one and four, or the four and one, and then we've got Michigan, Georgia. Uh, just a disclaimer here, guys. If I ever give out college football bets again, just don't take them. I made my best bet of the week, Georgia, last week, and yes, the only reason I bet that is because I watched those teams play, and Alabama should never. If you watch them play the four weeks prior, they were not even in the class of Georgia. They looked like shit. They were almost losing to terrible teams. They did lose to a Texas A&M team. They were terrible. They couldn't block anyone. Of course, they come out against Georgia. They look phenomenal. Bryce Young wins the Heisman in that game. He probably already had it locked up. But guys, remember, I'm a pro football guy. Don't listen to my college bets ever again. I will not, and Nick Nick uh, proposed a self uh, a self ban. Of course, I will never ban myself because <laughs> I love losing money on college football. I love winning, but I'm always going to be firing. You so heard I'm, him, folks. Don't listen to him. Don't listen to me on college football. Mark that down. If I ever give out another college football play and fade, you lose fade, on it, fade, you fade, fade, it. fade. You always fade it. Um, Heisman's really no discussion. Bryce Young locked that up. Interested to see the playoff, but really, what we want to touch on here, my man Nick has a hack for uh, the bowl season, and he's gonna. I'm, I'm gonna give up the floor here because I don't even know what he's talking about. But give it, <laughs> give it to us, Nick. Yeah, so I got a little stat here that I've been following the last couple years, and it's been hitting at a pretty high clip uh, regarding college football season. I think it has part to do with bowl season, right? College bowl season, gotcha. right? I think it has part to do with the weather this time of year, and uh, I'm not sure what else the factors are. We, Someone would probably have to look into that. But yeah, so I'm going to read you an excerpt here from Covers.com. And it is, teams that rush the ball with great success have a history of performing very well in bowl games against the point spread. In the last seven games, 59 of 70 teams, which have ranked in the top 10 of rushing yards per game in their respective seasons, have qualified for bowl games. So good rushing teams make bowls. Of the 59, that that was my excerpt. That wasn't part of the quote. And then um, of the 59 teams, 35 teams have covered the point spread. So this is the stuff now that's important to us in their bowl game. A win rate of 59.32%, which is about 7% above the break-even point. To further press the market inefficiency, bettors can put these teams into teasers. These same 59 teams teased 6.5 points have resulted in forty a win 47 times, which is a win rate of 81%. Wow. So you're going to win a lot of these bets if you uh, if you if you take them. So top ten rushing offenses in bowl games in 2020 went six and one against the spread. The only loss was being Ohio State in the college football title game, and they um, that was because it was uh, two it was two top ten rushing teams. They actually covered in the semis against Clemson. Yep. 2019 four and four against the spread so i'm reading you how this trend has gone so basically since i can't even understand what you're saying that teams that are top 10 in rushing yeah. in bowl games are 35 and 24 is, that, is, is that the stat it is they're 35 and 24 that must be the other one and then if you tease it they're 47 out no i think it's a so they're 47 and 12 with a tease no, no, I think it's 35 out of 59, no? Yeah, that's 35 and 24. Okay, perfect. So, all right, so give us, uh, I think so you have... So these are, these are bets ahead. that I already took. Well, 
You I was already under, bet him? Yeah, yeah, I've already bet this. Going down the line. <laughs> I love it. I so love I took it. small bets blindly. I'm going to look further into these games to see if there's any other angles and see which ones I want to um, dump more money into. So, okay, offensive that have rushing. Um, so we've got December 17th, Northern Illinois plus 10 against Coastal Carolina. Both these teams are top 10 in rushing. It's a wash. I wouldn't bet that game. Blindly, at least. December 21st, we've got Kent State plus 3.5 against Wyoming. I've bet Kent State already. December 22nd, we've got Army minus 3.5 versus Missouri. I've already bet Army. December 23rd, we've got North Texas plus 4.5 against Miami of Ohio. I've already bet that game. December 25th, Merry Christmas. We've got Georgia State minus 3.5 versus Ball State. Take Georgia State. December 28th, we've got Air Force plus 1 against Louisville. Take Air Force. Uh, December 31st, we've got Michigan plus 8 against Georgia. It's scary, but I already bet Michigan. Wow. January 1st, Mississippi minus 1.5 against Baylor. Take Mississippi. Love it. So, And you're going to have to remind us this as the weeks come up to bowl season because that was that was a, a lot of bets, but I love it. I mean, it, it seems that you've, it's kind of a hack. And again, remember, with betting, you're not going to find stats that provide 90% winners or 80% no. winners. 59%, if you're winning at 59%, you're crushing. You're, you're one of the best in the you're world. You're a pro. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, I think uh, Stu Finer says if you're over 55%, you're the best in the world. Like yeah. that's, that's what the best are. So, I, you know, I'm... I'm lost. Yeah, I don't so imagine teasing it. You're gonna cl- hit it a clip at 81. percent We're we're gonna have to just fire off on all those, even if they all lose. Who cares? We gotta cop, ride cop, with the cop. numbers. Yeah, um, I, I did it last year and the year before. <laughs> yeah, I remember last year we did it and, and and had some winners. So that's that's good. Um, all right, let's get into our bets for the week. We're gonna go. We're gonna do a quick recap, like we said last week, of our records on the year. Um, Nick, uh, oh, real quick before the Hard Rock app. Yeah, that's wild. Freaking, it's pretty upset that it cra- not crashed, but they got it vetoed, or I'm not sure exactly what happened in court or legislation. And uh, the worst part to me was I'm looking to go bet it midweek. It's like Saturday or something. I'm trying to get another bet in, and they've refunded me all my money, and I couldn't get these bets back at those lines because I'm taking some of these games on Wednesday. I'm taking them on Tuesday, so those lines are no longer available. So I can't even get. I lost all value on those bets. Yep, so if you remember first podcast, they had released a legal app in Florida. It was a Hard Rock Sportsbook app. That is temporarily suspended. That's what we're there referring to. There was that to. homeless guy outside Chipotle. I signed his waiver. So there is there is hope out there, folks. Nick there's signing two, waivers outside of Chipotle. boots on the ground, people. Well, here's what we know, Nick. Eventually, it's going to become legal in all 50 states. Correct. So it's a matter of time. It just sucks that we had a little taste of it, and they ripped it right from us. Um, so... Our, our, let's recap our records on the season. I, of course, am a winning better. I'm nine and six. Well, nine and seven if you count my college game. So let's say <laughs> nine and seven. But in pro football, I am nine and six. Nick, on the other hand, he's given out more picks. He's nine and fifteen. Does have some teaser wins in there. So you know the record's a little skewed. But nine and seven, nine and fifteen, and we're looking to improve on that. Um, yeah, Georgia killed me last week. Philly crushed it for me, and then our the only thing that really was that hurt was the Minnesota in the teaser, which hurt both of us. Or you would have had a perfect. I would have had a freaking three and week if Kirk Cousins wasn't a brickhead. Yep. Um. Yeah. So looking to grind it back out to hopefully end the season five hundred. It's gonna be tough. Let's see, folks. Yep, definitely. But good stuff, Nick. Nick had a winning week, so that that's awesome. Uh, I was one and two. He was two and one. Let's get into our pod picks for the week fourteen. Yes, sir. Let me kick it off with my best bet. 
What you got for all us? All right, this is how my brain's working with these bets this week. <laughs> my brain's all over the place. It moves so Talk fast sometimes that I got to reel it back in and understand how much information I'm processing. So I look at the Monday night game. Yeah. I'm going to make you wait for my best bet, all right? Okay. I see Arizona. All right, let me analyze Arizona. Number one team in the league. Kyler's back healthy. Hopkins is back healthy. They crush Chicago. They look phenomenal. Yeah. Last time they played the Rams... They beat the living shit out of them. I the think it Rams. was week four or five. They crushed the Rams. On the other hand, Rams had lost four in a row before playing Jacksonville. Guess what? They beat Jacksonville. Does that even count as a win? It's uh, it's hard to weigh that as a stock up is what I was Very saying. hard to weigh that as a stock up. So I see this. If I'm not looking at the lines, I think the, Ram- I think the Cardinals at home against the Rams are probably five-point favorites. They should be. I mean, at least the, the temperature of the league at that moment. I mean, on paper, the Rams should be great, but... They hadn't been performing like that. Yep. So when I look at the line and I see minus two and a half for the Cardinals, I think it's almost too good to be true. Here's that's where the brain These are the kicks ones. in. These are the this ones. This is where the brain <laughs> kicks in. I see Cardinals minus two and a half. I see 71% of the bets on the Cardinals. And guess what? I love the Cardinals so much. My best bet is the Rams. I am going, I'm flipping I don't the know, brain. I don't know how you do that. I've, I, you've, this isn't the first time you've done this. I don't like, cause if I love something and I truly like this bet, it's very hard for me to tell myself, do the opposite. Well, guess you, what? You've been doing it a couple of times and you're, you're winning this year. I'm a year, big so. brain over here. All right. I got to <laughs> figure this out and I got to know if everyone's on the Cardinals like me, the Rams have to win. They're plus two and a half. And guess what? Hungry dog runs faster. They need this game more. They were embarrassed by the Cardinals last <sighs> time. McVay lost to Kingsbury for the first time last time. Guess what? I love the Rams plus two and a half. Bet them on the money line if you want, but give me the points. That's my best bet. Nick, what do you got? Dogs are barking for being this week. Let's I've, go. <laughs> I've got uh, my best bet is against a team that Bean is banned from himself. I will never bet on this team again. So I, I'm taking Carolina minus two and a half. They've got can Cam Newton throw the ball deeper than seven yards? Eh, maybe, maybe not. Probably not. I'm not sure it even fucking matters. Atlanta is that bad. Um, so I'm going to take Carolina minus two and a half under a field goal. Give me those. And I will tell you, funny enough, the public is all over Atlanta because they're all the, Atlanta's they, such a public team. They somebody's on. I think it's it's either Promethazine. <laughs> pro, like, you know, what are they on? They, they on doo doo or they some gotta shit? Be, they got to be on lean or some shit. They, <laughs> so yeah, the public's on the Falcons, but all the sharp money's on the Panthers. Uh, like I said, I don't bet on the Falcons. So if I was going to bet that game, I'd ride with you with Carolina. Um, Let's give me let me give you my second bet of the week. So our best bets are the Rams and the Panthers. My second bet of the week is another hungry dog runs faster game. And this one scares me cuz I don't like to bet against Tom Brady. But uh, mm. but I am I love the Bills this week. I love the Bills. I know that. Let me give you the stats on the uh the public here. 65% of the public is on the Bucks, but guess what? The money split 50-50 because they know the Bills need this game. If the Bills don't win this game, they are out of the playoffs as we speak. If the Bucks don't win, guess what? They're fine. They're still they're still ahead of the division and they're still doing well. Um, I really think it's a bounce back spot for the Bills. I know this is going to be an unpopular opinion. I'm sure a lot of people will be betting the Bucks, but give me the field goal and a half, and I will take Josh Allen and the Bills to bounce back and beat the Bucks. It's in Buffalo or in Tampa, right? In Tampa. Yep. Yeah. So they've only got two tough games left in the season, but if they win out, they they. Might might be the one seed and steal that and 
that could be something for the playoffs in the league. I mean, this is for. this week, Buffalo, this is a must win. I know it's only week 14 and there's four more weeks, but this is a must win for Buffalo. I really think they get it done. And I think it's important that you got it over the field goal. It was at a field goal earlier this week and it's been bet down. Yep, it's at three and a half. I mean, I like it at three, too. I think they win the game outright. But again, for the pod, give me the points. <laughs> give me those. So I took the points with the Giants plus 10. Uh, I was got- going to be on this as well. Keep going. So, you got plus 10? So they got Keenan out. Yeah, I got plus 10. They got Keenan Allen out. Um, they The Chargers, they've put up 20-plus points several weeks. But they just they, the Giants defense is pretty decent. It, it's actually pretty good, yeah. People are saying, oh, oh, the Giants looking so bad. Last week they put up, what, 12 points or 11 or 10 Mike points Glennon. against Miami. Mike Glennon, long neck ass. Um, <laughs> I think they have enough to get it done against the Chargers. I don't think they're going to win this game. That'd be a little crazy, but the Chargers are not going to blow out. 10 points is a lot. Um, I also like the under in this game, too. I haven't bet it, but uh, maybe okay. I do. What's the on. under? Probably low it was to mid 40s. 43. It was 43 last time I checked. I haven't seen it today. Yeah, the Chargers have injuries. Eckler's not 100% either. Um, I, I love the Giants too. I was going to make it one of my plays, but I didn't because one of the guys we follow, the or that you follow, this, follow this betting guy, Adam something, uh, he's god awful and loses every week. No, he's he does he's he's well this. No, well, he's not. He? He's yes, lying he to you. He's terrible. His best bet of the week was the Steelers. <laughs> they lost by a million. He always loses. So he did bad last had, year. He had a good year this year. Not I had to get off of the Giants because he loved the Giants. So I am off of them. Uh, so you've got Carolina and the Giants. I've got the Rams and Buffalo. I'm going to give you my third pick of the week. Um, and this one. I don't know why this is more of a gut call, but give me four and a half with Washington at home. Dax looked shaky recently. Um, I just think that that game's going to be close. Washington always muddles it up, and their defense actually has turned it around somehow. Chase Young gets hurt. They're the worst defense in the league, and somehow they've really picked it back up. I don't. I actually think they'll probably lose this game by a field goal, but give me the four and a half with Washington. Uh, I've got three underdogs that's this a week. Scary, that's a scary bet right there. I, 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 I like it a lot. Um, I Those are my three bets of the week. They're all underdogs. Take the points with all of them. Los Angeles Rams, Buffalo Bills, Washington football team. Okay, so I've got two bets to close it out. Um, one other point about the Giants, it's, it is one of those hungry dog games. Los Angeles coming out of a fucking huge win in Cincinnati and the Dolphins. But are, are the... Are the Giants a hungry dog or a dead dog? <laughs> they dead. They hungry and dead. They're oh, they're on the brink of dying, so they're yeah, starving. They're star- gotcha. Starving dog. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so my last two bets here. This one is is it too low, too good to be true? We've got one of the best American traditions there is. We've got the Army Navy game tonight today at three p.m. The over under is the lowest it's been in twenty years for any game, not just that game. For any college football game, any college football game. So it it is thirty four and a half, I believe I got it at. Yep. Um, and I took the under on that one. Bet it and enjoy that game with your family. All right. Don't and then, enjoy it. Don't even watch it if it's th- if you're betting it under. Yeah, you, you can't even watch. Don't, don't even watch it. Um, and then this last thing, you thought I wasn't gonna do Here it. Here he comes. <laughs> you thought it's I was gonna be a teaser. I got you a couldn't teaser go for, the week without a teaser. I got a teaser for you folks. I love this teaser. So I got Baltimore plus eight and a half, six points, bringing them up through the through the three, through the six, through the seven. Since uh, Cleveland has got beat down Baker Mayfield out there. He sucks. Nick Chubb will probably get 100 million yards. The Cleveland defensive line is a mismatch for Baltimore's offensive line. How uh, Lamar's been looking like shit lately, but I think he does enough here to get it done. Um, 
I don't know that he wins the game, but I don't think that the Baltimore Ravens are going to get blown out by Cleveland. I got since I got Seattle down to minus two and a half, and I, I keep getting these backwards. These two opponents. So Seattle's playing the Jaguars, or are they playing Texans? Texans. Okay, so Seattle minus two and a half against the Texans. They're under a field goal. There's Davis no, Mills. They're, dead. Their percentage or probability of winning this game is very high. And then I'm bringing down Denver. I'm not even getting it down to the field goal, which is not the Wong Classic teaser strategy that I use. But that team is horrible, They're and they're playing at home in Denver, which is a hard place to play. They're playing, who'd you say? They're playing some horrible-ass team. Detroit. Detroit. They're there playing we go. Detroit. Come on. you got to know who they're playing if De- you're firing out teasers Detroit. This is why you have a losing record. Detroit. Nah. That ain't the reason. I, I, I handicap it, and then I forget who the fucking thing is. I just write down the importance part. Take Denver minus four. All right. I'm going to recap our bets for you. Rams, Bills, football team for me. Carolina, Giants, Army, Navy under. Baltimore, Seattle, Denver, teaser for Nick. The one good thing about Detroit, they had a couple running backs. Neither of their running backs are going to play. They're out cornerbacks. Jamar Jefferson's their running back. Yeah, who the fuck is that? And they, is. if they're playing an NFL team, bet the NFL team. All right, so those are our bets. I I love mine. I, I know Nick's. We're, we're going to have a good week. Oh, it's going to be good, baby. Um, I, I want to continue being a winning gambler on the show for my people. Nick, we need you to we need you to catch back up. I'm, I'm, hey, folks, follow me to the promised land. I'm going to get back to 500. Nick's coming. Um, all right, let's get into fantasy football. First of all, I crushed you last week, got my first win. So we're, I'm one and two against you since we started doing the fan lineup. Finally made it a competition here. I crushed you. I beat you by like 100 points. I, my lineup <laughs> cashed. that bad. I, I, I had like 175 points, something insane. It was a great week. Uh, I put in the millionaire, made like 20 bucks. It was great. That was a different lineup. I think you had like 140-something on our lineup. Okay, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I'm blinded by the light. But I do got to pause real quick, and I'm going to do a, a mini version of the rant I did last time. Hey, but, shout out the deli one time. Oh, are you, are you re-shouting out the deli? Nick, Nick's got some newfound love for the deli members out there in our league of degenerates. Um, yeah, they're in they're they're in first place, but they're scumbags. You know, they're 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 just they're scumbags. I don't even know them like that, but so Nick loves you guys. Uh, <laughs> shout, shout out to the deli. shout out they're, to y'all. <laughs> they're playing well. All right, we'll give you some positive love here. But I got to do a, a quick a quick rant because give it to us. Two thousand three, I picked up fantasy football. Young Bean. I drafted Michael Vick, who, fucking Marcus Colson, whoever it was. I had yeah. a phenomenal team. I win my first league from two thousand three to now. I dominate pretty much every every league I play. Every every everything I do in fantasy, oh, it turns the gold. I taught Nick how to play. Let's that's a story for another time. <laughs> but usually, always have good seasons. Always in the always in the black. Always doing well. Nick, this year's been tough, man. This this is, I can say it truly. This is the worst fantasy season I've ever had. Um, I'm I'm playing for last place in two of my three big leagues. What the other would you one, say it's been like injuries. What? Uh, yeah, but you can't blame injuries. Yes, Russell Wilson died. Yes, J.K. Dobbins got hurt. Montgomery got hurt. A.J. Brown got hurt. Darren Waller got hurt. But guess what? I'm not a man of excuses, okay? okay. I will take the blame here. Um, I'm playing for last place in two of my three big leagues. I am probably going to make the playoffs in the third, hopefully, unless it <laughs> turns to shit. Um, Freeze yeah, League. No? Freeze League in Freeze League, I should make the playoffs. But, God, it's been a rough season 
And oh my god! And then on top of it, I'm gonna—I'll throw this in there. On top of it, I'm just off my game, I guess, because I'm so bad in two of my leagues. I dropped Jeff Wilson in Ugh. two of the leagues. All right, Ugh. here's what happens: Jeff Wilson plays one play on Sunday. All right, yeah. Knee flares up; he can't play another snap. Right. Okay. What do I think? If his knees flared up and he's a terrible injury risk and he's missed most of the year, you gotta slow him down, right? Right. Elijah Mitchell finishes the game after getting hit pretty hard. Wrong. Well, guess what? Fucking opposite happens. <laughs> Jeff Wilson's going to be the starter. Elijah Mitchell's not playing. And fucking one of my boys picks him up and is playing him against me to put me in last place reverse, in one reverse. league. Reverse, if, if he goes off, it's going to be the saddest thing I've ever dealt with. Um, so, yeah, that's a little rant. It's been a rough year. Um, God, it's, it's crazy. Just in tough. one of my leagues. It's tough. In one of my leagues. So, I was last place in my in my college league. And I win, I win one game, and I move up two places. I'm like, what the fuck? I go and look, and the top six teams are all spread out, and then the bottom, the bottom six just out of the playoffs, everyone's got the same fucking record. Oh my god! Unfortunately, I don't have a chance because I have the third least points. I had Christian McCaffrey in that league, a few different different things, and also I think part of it was that like the league with with you guys. I definitely pay attention to because I got to see y'all motherfuckers. You know yeah, what I mean? you got to. Like the college league, like I don't got to see them. I just got to I'll the say group it now, text. the league, the league of degenerates, the one where I'm commissioner, I'm I'm pretty sure that I have to kind of just not win the first two years. So it's, it's not a sham F- and I'm folks, just taking folks, everyone's he's money. Bullshit, you folks. So next year I'll probably win it, you know, now that I, I let everyone do their thing and I'll have to <laughs> take my crown it. back. <laughs> Um, but all right, let's hop into our FanDuel lineups for the it. week. I'm going to win two in a row. Um, I'm going to give you quarterback and running backs. Then we'll do receivers. Then we'll do flex tight end and defense. Wow. I spent up on quarterback. I'm riding with the Buffalo Bills. Give me Josh Allen, 8,800. Uh, Tampa Bay's secondary is not great. Mike Edwards got suspended with Antonio Brown. Carlton Davis is back, but he cannot guard Stefan Diggs. They're going to shred them. I love it. The total in that game, I believe, is 53 and a half. Yeah, the, the, the total's high. It's Even if they lose... Um, which they're not going to. They'll they'll cover if they lose. But even if they lose, Josh Allen's going to be throwing it and running it. Um, give me Nick Chubb at running back for seventy five hundred. He always torches the Ravens, and the Ravens are beat down on defense. And then give me Jeff Wilson forty nine hundred. He is the cheapest running back you can find. So I will take him as an emotional hedge. So Josh Allen, Nick Chubb, Jeff Wilson. Who you got? I've got Dak Prescott, Austin Eckler, who's expected to crush, and Chuba Hubbard, the only running back left over there. I've got Chuba going in a league. I need him to do something, so I will be rooting with you there. Um, Receivers, these are going to scare you because these three receivers are a fucking three-headed monster. All right? Stephon Diggs is the first one to pair with Josh Allen. Stephon Diggs is going to crush. CeeDee Lamb, my second one, and Chris Godwin as the third one. That actually is really solid. How much does Godwin cost this week? So Diggs eighty two hundred, Ceedee Lamb seventy eight hundred, Godwin seventy seven hundred. I'm not going to read you how much my guys are worth because I don't have it pulled up. But I got uh, Jerry Judy. I've got Guyton because the the injury the COVID. Yep, yep. The COVID in the Chargers and uh, Ceedee Lamb to stack with Dak Prescott. Um, one thing I noticed this week, you saw how I t- typically was taking Hunter Renfro. FanDuel smartened up. They they raised his price. He's now. Uh, worth more than an average player so i'm he's lost a little value for me there yeah he's been crushing the fro the fro uh so you had judy which i like against detroit this week at yeah. home Guy, <laughs> guyton's a food. yeah Guy, guyton's a dart throw and then you matched me with cd lamb who should have a big week 
Uh, tight end, flex, and defense. My tight end, I went super cheap. Gerald Everett. Um, I'm going to read you the his... The dude had negative points last week. He had week. negative I one pull, point... I picked him up, and he fucking killed Yeah, me. he had negative 1.3, two fumbles last week. But 8, 4, 9, and 6 are his targets. And guess what? Tight end is such a crapshoot that give me a cheap guy. Uh, and then in the flex, I've got Tyler Boyd. Uh, T. Higgins been banged up this week, and I think they can exploit San Fran over the middle in the slot. So give me Tyler Boyd. He's cheap. And then defense, give me the Broncos at home in mile high against Jared Goff. Yeah, that's probably a decent strategy. I took Jared Cook. We've got the injury news in uh, Los Angeles. So you're going Guyton and Cook. I'm going Guyton and Cook. Gotcha. I got Javante Williams in Denver at home, and then I took the Saints against the Jets because they're going to fucking poop on them. I like that. They're going to stifle them at least. Yeah, I've got them going in a league. Um, They do have Cam Jordan now, but I'm sure they're going to be fine. I mean, Zach Wilson's he's nothing special. At first, I had Carolina Panthers in here. Um, I figured that Atlanta is a slightly better offense than the Jets. Facts. And uh, Panther and the Saints are a slightly better defense than the Panthers, even though they're both solid defenses. Probably. And so I just went with it. I like it. So um, that is our show for the week. Just want to say a shout out. We appreciate you guys listening. Sorry the pod's a couple days late here. Hopefully the audio's right because if we pa- if we end here and it's wrong, you know this podcast could be dead. Peace, one love, and this podcast is not dead. We're doing it again next week. All right, everyone have a good weekend and week. We'll see you next week. Peace.